Hello, welcome to the Film Geek Collective. Today we're going to talk about the award seasons. Now I know it hasn't come up yet, but uh, I just thought that award seasons in general, I have a quite a few things to say about it, hopefully. <laughs> At least enough to fill half an hour to an hour. Look, look, it doesn't matter how long it goes, as long as there's something to say. Now the last one I did was two weeks ago, and uh, quite a bit's happened since then, honestly. <laughs> I mean, you know, I saw uh, the... I actually managed to see the Suicide Squad about twice within a couple of weeks. It was funny because um, this is just before the shout-outs. Um, <laughs> okay, so I managed, to see, I managed to see that twice in two weeks because once was the cinema. It was very late showing. Well, not late as in night, but it was like, well, we're going to have one session on the day and uh, yeah. Um, you know, it was. It, it's fun going to the cinema. It's always fun going to the cinema. Um, Malignant, James Wan's Malignant, I saw later that week, and, uh, yeah, it was, uh, actually, uh, I, I enjoyed the hell out of my experiences going back to the cinema. The cinema is bustling and hustling and even better than ever, and I really hope the experience will come back after COVID. I mean, it's just, yeah, like, well, the experience will come back more. Um, the last film I saw in cinemas was Halloween Kills, but anyway, all that aside, all that aside... Yes, um, <laughs> Halloween Kills is a decent movie. I, I will say that, but only for fans of the genre. You know, it's like, I'm definitely a fan of horror films, and it's been getting a lot of shit lately, but it's a decent movie of the genre. Anyway, to the, to the shout, to the shoutouts. Um, okay, shoutouts to the following people. Tessie Cat, Mar Bear Unicorn, Apple Park Films, The Chris White Film, Mamatic, Elsie Cool, Zach Ascot, Contrera, Real Sharks, El Salt One, Ashy Slashy, um, Cinemadness Podcast, My Team Maximum One, <laughs> Fizz Popcast, which um, they actually recently published an episode, which I'm on, actually, um, if you'd uh, like to listen to that too. It's a, it's a lot of fun. I do some voices. <laughs> I'm just, it was a great episode. I'm just cracking up thinking about it, just how funny things got sometimes. <laughs> anyway, um... When X Japan, Schlockluster Video, Teacup Arenos, Om Too Cool, Naked Airplane, The Mise on Sen Company, W Rated Podcast, Cinemadness Podcast, Larry 1937 Zeus, The Thrill Seekers Podcast, The Wicker Sam, and finally Heavenly Imaginant and Eric Sluss. So, anyway, um, I also just want to say that uh, I think, yeah, I mentioned Zach Asgard, didn't I? Yes, him. If I haven't mentioned him already, definite shout out. Definite shout out. Um, oh man, <laughs> I just, uh, there are so many great stories on social media and, uh, you know, a particular discord I'm on and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, I, uh, it's, it's great having a, it's great having a community that really, uh, gets to listen to these and stuff. And, you know, it's, uh, I guess I'm mostly doing it for myself, but it's, it's good if other people like to listen in and whatever. It's just, Yeah. So, is award season something we need or not? Like, technically, we have all the celebrities there, and they're like, well, you know, we'll put the camera on this celebrity, we'll put the camera on this celebrity, it's nice to see, it's nice to see him dress up and all that, and it's nice to see, like, uh, you know, uh, just what films are awarded. They're almost like recommendations from someone, but that's all there is, technically. Recommendations from a party of people. And you may agree, you may disagree, you know, like... I've never seen a whole ton of Best Picture winners, to be quite honest. But, uh, you know, I'm, there, are, there are some that I really do like. 
The Silence of the Lambs being one example. Dances with Wolves. Although some years I'm like, well, like, should this one really have won? Um, you know, like, it, it's a tough call, I guess, between Dances with Wolves and Goodfellas. I mean, both great movies. If you're going to go for Dances... Sorry. <clears throat> if you're going to go for Dances with Wolves, I would recommend the four-hour director's cut to really sink into the slow burn. And, uh, yeah, I... I really did like the film although do be warned that it does have the animal related gore which i hate seeing that and it gets pretty graphic to be honest they actually uh for that film they used real roadkill for the uh animal dead bodies so uh yeah that's yeah you're gonna have to cover your eyes in portions of that if you're at all bothered by uh animal gore like i am Anyway, so, not not to make it too dark. Okay, now, the award ceremonies. I mean, it's like, you know, some people are like, oh, why do you trust these people over some others? Like, you know, that sort of thing. And I'm thinking, well, it's nice to have an industry standard, I guess, but then there are different industry, sorry, industry standards. BAFTA, or the Golden Globes, or the Emmys, or the Oscars, or that sort of thing. But, yeah, I think that uh, these days I tend to trust a little more in stuff like the Criterion Collection and uh, the Arrow Video, you know, the real boutique label sort of things. It's that they're like, I, you know, I'll respect a film if it has an Academy Award to it, sure, but it's like if I see a film that's in the Criterion Collection that I can import from eBay or whatever, oh man, Criterion thought it was good enough to pick for their, for their label? Yes! I'm aware that Criterion can't really get everything they want, but still, that when they when they get stuff, they get stuff, and they're pretty good as a company. Bit of trivia about that: they cannot get a right to a James Bond film to, well, not the rights for the film itself. You know what I mean? The rights to release it on home entertainment because there was I can't remember which movie, but there was a big controversy that the the commentary was actually controversial. A lot of uh, con com sounds here. Um. Um, C, um, <laughs> uh, I like near alliteration. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, yeah, but the commentary was quite controversial for some uh, disparaging remarks that were made. Now, I can't remember what it was, but still. So from then on, Criterion was forbidden to release any James Bond thing, to get the rights to release any James Bond thing ever since then. And so... Now it's in the rare market of laser discs, and laser discs they're pretty rare by themselves. But then you like these ones are going to be even more obscure. But I think you can find the commentaries on the internet somewhere still because the internet digs up everything. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Um. I uh, there's another thing about the awards. Well, I got uh, I got a bit distracted honestly by. Criterion and all that. I love the boutique labels. Like, I know they're technically just another label and all that, but yeah, it's like, it's it's nice to take advice from uh, a group of people, but it's also nice to take advice from friends. Like, you know, Halloween Kills is not going to win any Oscars. It's you know, there's, uh, don't worry, I'm not, I'm not going to give anything away. But yeah, it's like, well. Halloween Kills is not going to win any Oscars, but, you know, it's uh, it's fairly entertaining for just a, just a film that's easy for horror fil- film lovers to uh, to watch, to to enjoy, to get behind. But, yeah, it's not one of the better ones. Let's just say that. 
And about this best popular film crap? I mean, what were they thinking? Like, you know, just, uh, oh, we're going to give Black Panther here a, a best popular film thing. We're not going to... We're not going to deem it special enough to to compete with these other films. No, 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 no. We're just going to put it in its own separate little category because we're elitist. Yep, I said it. The awards shows can be elitist. Like, it depends on the show. But, really, what's to say that, they, that there can't be a horror movie that's every bit as good as a drama? I mean, the last time, yeah, you nominated Get Out for a screenplay and... Uh, I can't honestly remember if it won or not, but, uh, yeah, I think it might have. Let me just, I just want to do a quick Google search to see, to, sorry, to see what awards get out won. But, yeah, I'm, I'm sure that it at least got a nomination for screenplay. And it got a nomination, yeah. But anyway, um, he, sorry, I'm stuttering over my words. Let me, let me try again. <clears throat> yeah, but the, the, the last film that really won the big award that was horror was The Silence of the Lambs. Like, you know, that one was like, it broke through pop culture. It's, uh, you know, there's a little bit about it that's dated today, but, you know, the overall construction of the film, the overall writing, the direction is fantastic. And, you know, there are just, oh, there are some great things in that movie. I mean, just, I'm, I'm going to, it it's uh, I'm I'm sure a bunch of you have seen Silence of the Lambs. I'm just gonna say something from toward the beginning of the film, which doesn't give away much. Okay, um, but uh, yeah. So uh, there's a particular scene in which one character in this yeah. So it's one of the early meetings, really early meetings between Hannibal and Clarice, and Hannibal's staring right into the camera, and Clarice is just sort of staring off, and she's like a bit nervous, but she's trying not to show it, and. Oh, it's just sublime. The acting, the direction, the writing, it all just comes together. Oh, man. (laughs) Now, excuse me while I use the rest of this podcast to gush about horror films and how I hate the term elevated horror because that too is elitist and pretentious. What? Well, like, sorry, I I, my disconnected thoughts here. Um, (laughs) Elevated horror. Yeah. Let me, let me discuss elevated horror. Like elevated horror is like, the only chance that you really have to to get in the water, and even then, people get snubbed. Like, uh, Tony Collette in Hereditary she totally should have had a nomination or a win for Best Actress. And, well, come to think of it, the gender divide is, like, something else entirely. Like, it's, uh, I know with the non-binary people and the, uh, you know, intersex people and um, other sorts of things, um, there's not just men and women. Like, I, I know there are definitely other genders out there, but still it's I can see what they were trying to do with best actor and actress like you know if a person was uh it like if if a person wanted to choose which one yeah that's still not that good no they they should they should just make a best actor but then some people are afraid it's like well what well what if it's balanced what if it's unbalanced like what if it's more more, what if it's more women what if it's more men well you know, just call it Best Actor because you'll give everyone a chance. I mean, make it more nominations if you really want to. And maybe have, well, okay, Best, let me think this through, two Best Actor categories. No, 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 I don't think that'd do. Anyway, um, yeah. But it's, yeah, it's a bit of a problem, really. The The categories just seem like, and, and, 
don't get me started on the way that child actors are always considered supporting actors in these award shows. Do you really think that you have to put, uh, you know, Linda Blair in The Exorcist as a best supporting actress when she's in, she's in like the whole damn movie? <laughs> Apart from when they're cutting away to the, to the priest and the movie buff. Oh man, I love those movie buff scenes. Um, again, I'm not going to give away too much. Um, I am a firm believer that no matter how old the film, there's still someone who's never seen it and that it should remain unspoiled. And if I do spoilers for films, I will give warnings and I'm not going to spoil a film here. But yeah. It has been said that Best Picture goes to a film with transformation, disability and or a true story. And I think that's pretty true. It's like, well, you know, a transformation. It's not It's not like uh, you're watching a monster movie with a transformation. It's like, you know, like a physical transformation of a character into something else physical. And it's not supernatural and all that. But, you know, it's like uh, stuff that can really exist, you know. Anyway, um, but I was going to say, uh, yeah the uh, historical epic bias that is said to be here, I I can see that because, you know, transformation in terms of character arc or development or whatever, um, you know, a true story, historical, you know, even if it's a true event and it's not necessarily a true story, I guess that can still, that, that too shall pass into the awards. Disability? Well, it tends to be, that I, I know there's like a... Uh, thing going on with some films and it's like oh this person with a disability we're not going to define him as a character oh no we're just gonna we're just gonna try to have an inspirational message and not represent the character quite properly and yeah those films are tough um speaking i'm i'm by the way i will say this is a condition okay but autism is a condition i uh it's it's a good condition. I like it. There's there's you know there's strengths and if if I can speak from the heart here, there's strengths and there there are some weaknesses, but it's mostly strengths. It's like a I it was once described to me as a superpower, and I would agree with that. You know, it's like sometimes there's a bit of kryptonite in there, and sometimes it's just well a lot of the time it's like a superpower, the knowledge of things I'm interested in, the this and that. And yeah, I'm proud to own it. I am autistic. I am an autistic person. I am a person, yeah, on the autism spectrum. And that's fantastic. But what I don't like is when it's like, oh yeah, one dimensional character. Um, we're just gonna, <laughs> we're just gonna portray him as a savant or we're just gonna portray him as, you know, uh, I, yeah, it's just, Mm, it doesn't feel right, you know, I, I, I get that they're trying to gain acceptance of autism in that, in that sort of way, but yeah, or, or, you know, uh, in, in another, in another case, you know, they might not use autism, they might use something like a disability, um, keeping in mind with the spectrum of autism, it is technically a disability, it's like, there's like a, there's like a, I'm, I, I wish I had a better example than this, but there's like a low functioning end and there's a high functioning end and then there's stuff in the middle. Um, people consider me high functioning, but I try to move away from those labels because it's like, well, I don't want autism to be seen as a negative thing. I just don't. And like either you have the either you have the propaganda that's trying to that's trying to say, oh, autism, um, like as if it's bad. And then you have the you have the almost quote unquote inspirational thing. And it's like, well, 
yeah, we're doing this for Oscar bait, you know, that sort of thing. And often with characters who are portrayed by actors who are not autistic. Um, yeah, I, I get, you know, that, that had its time and I'm like, well, I think that autistic actors should get the chance to play autistic people, I think. Um, yeah, like, I, I do, I do get that, you know, no, I don't get it. I don't get it. There are plenty of autistic actors out there who want those roles and including myself, like, at the same time, I don't, I don't just want to be limited to being talked about like, oh, um, this person, oh, I'm I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna use this term as an example, um, not what I personally say, but, oh, this person has autism, but, yeah, I, I don't say has autism, because it makes it sound like, oh, you have this, you have this negative thing, when it's not, you know, but yeah, I could go, I could go on a rant all day about, you know, autism being misconstrued. And I'm sure that there are a few people who probably disagree with my terminology. I'm always trying to learn. I'm always trying to, I'm always respectful of everything. I know that even different people on the spectrum think of it differently. And I get that. And, but that's just uh, what I, what, what I was saying was like my personal opinion. Autism is a superpower, but not in the way, but not in the way of like, oh, this kid's a genius at math. That's just a stereotype. Like, sure, there may be autistic, uh, there may be pe- people who who are autistic who uh, are good at math. I personally hated math, you know. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm not talking about like, oh, this, this kid's a woken plot device. I'm talking about, you know, uh, a person who uh, has it to his advantage to... Like it's always it's always to the advantage with some, with some challenges like anything really, but anyway I probably got my waiters all muddled up, <laughs> yeah, but yeah autism is a good thing it's a good thing, and I will not believe those anti vaxxers for a second. Anyway, anyway before I before I get all political on you. <laughs> Um, okay, back to the Oscars, which, uh, you know, they actually, this could lead me into this, yeah, diversity, the lack of diversity, I know there was the hashtag Oscars so white, and they really should do better to, to allow more diverse entries, like, you know, I, I, uh, I really liked the, I never saw this till years after, but, uh, I'm, I'm glad they finally picked something for best picture that year, can't remember which year exactly, but Moonlight from A24. Oh man, now that was a good movie. I, I actually saw that on SBS one night and it was like, well, no, sorry, Netflix. Ne- at the time it was Netflix, never mind. I just got it mixed up. Anyway, but because I was watching Swiss Army Man on SBS and then I watched uh, Moonlight and I, because I was like, you know, two A24 films I've never seen before, why not? <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, yeah, with the lack of diversity, I think it's a big problem and that's they're doing some improvements branch out, but it, then it's like, well, uh, yeah, I, that I, I wish they'd include more nominees like that. I think that there is more diversity these days. They're definitely improving. I mean, Parasite won Best Picture. That was a historic win too. That was an historic win. Like a film from, a film from, uh, I think, uh, yeah, South Korea, which, uh, one best picture, like, it's like, I never got the, I never got the distinction between best foreign language and best picture, you know, like, uh, 
I maybe it's to give uh, maybe it's to give uh, films around the world a chance with best foreign language or whatever they call it now. But I I get that. I get that. But you know, if they're being nominated, just put it in with the other films. You know, people shouldn't be afraid to read subtitles and all that. I mean, well, I mean, just uh, I I just, you know, when when people say I don't want to watch a film in in another language, I'm like, why not? You should always try to broaden your horizons and your viewing habits. That's what I always try to do. Even stuff I uh, hate or or dislike, I try to watch it again sometimes to see if I change my mind on that. Um, yeah, but uh, that's the beauty of a library. I mean, if you if you didn't like, uh, uh, there was a movie that I actually did not like. I please forgive me if I pronounce this wrong, but I'm gonna search it up so I can try to pronounce it right. Powell. Polikowski? Again, sorry if I pronounced it wrong, I just searched up the name, but he was the guy who did, like, Ida and Cold War. I never saw Ida, but, yeah, Cold War I saw, and I, you know, I I went against the general um, consensus of that film, and that's okay. Like, I think that's just a bit of a tangent here. Um, with the, with the award ceremonies and the acclaimed films, not even in the award ceremonies, but just if it's acclaimed, I think people tend to be like, oh, well, you didn't like this film? Well, you have no taste. I mean, that's just wrong. That's just as elitist as the Academy Awards not giving out to horror and all that stuff and, or other genres. And they have their biases. I tell you, they have their biases, but yeah, yeah, hmm. I feel like it's like a double-edged sword. Hey, you like this popular film? Oh, you're a conformist. Or you uh, dislike this popular film? Oh, you're just a contrarian. Um, that sort of thing. Like, uh, I, uh, <laughs> you know what? I, as as long as, long as it's not mean-spirited, like, it, it better not be mean. But I always have respect for uh, contrarians. You know, people who go against the uh, grain of films. Like, if, uh, if they're like, well, uh, you know, these these films, I don't like these, but I really like this, you know. Um, I have my taste, you have yours, and it's okay. Like, again, like, just just not the mean ones, but the nice ones. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty cool. But, you know, it's a... Uh, I... Because I'm, I'm trying not to make contrarian, like, a negative label. I, I know people tend to see it as a negative label, but that's because it, teen, it tends to be associated with the mean-spirited contrarians. But, yeah, anyway, um, basically, like what you like, dislike what you dislike, and don't judge other people for their taste. I mean, it's just, like, people will like what they like, and that's pretty obvious to most, but then there's, again, elitism. And if there's one thing I can't stand, it's elitism. <laughs> but, yeah, like, uh, I I get that uh, the Academy does have their, their good best picture choices, but then, like... Uh, I I think that uh, yeah some people are like oh this one was overrated, but you know it's one thing to find it overrated, but then it's like well, just uh, again don't be mean spirited about it. Um, I guess I'm kind of repeating my point there, but you know uh, <laughs> it was a massive surprise when La La Land initially won the award in 2017 technically because it was remember 2016 for example will carry over to 2017 because you can't have the awards in 2016 when the year's not finished yet. (laughs) Anyway, but uh, yeah, that's why they call it Oscar bait. It's like the last quarter of the year. 
But yeah, ho 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 ho. It's uh, I for the record, I like both movies. They're both different experiences, and it's like, well, you know, uh, it's completely up to the taste of the majority in the Academy and other award ceremonies because it's like. Those two movies could not be any more different. Um, I'm glad that Moonlight won, definitely. But, you know, it's like, it's unfair to pit it against La La Land. It's like, you know, like, I don't know. I think the Golden Globes have the right idea when it comes to genre, but then that can get controversial because The Martian's like, musical or comedy? (laughs) It has music. It has a bit of comedy, but it's more of a serious film that happens to be a bit more lighthearted. And, yeah, we we need idealism right now, honestly. I mean, look, I'm going to be upfront, all right? I tend to be cynical at times. Let's just say that. But I want to be positive, and it's just that I, I want to be positive. I want to be in good spirits. I want to, I, and I absolutely do try to encourage people to live their best life and, uh, you know, be good. But, you know, it's just, it's... Sometimes it's just hard for me to see that things can work out because of all because of all the shit that's going on in the world all the all the stuff that we just like on the news and I see so much horrible things going on in the world and it just depresses me and I'm not sure how I'm not sure how humanity can pull back from that and I want them to but I'm just not sure but yeah in these times, we have to try to stay positive. I mean, I, I'm i aware that I was just talking about the negative aspects of the awards, but let's go with the positive aspects of the awards. We have, uh, well, <laughs> it's okay, I'll check the notifications on Twitter later after recording. <laughs> anyway, what's some positives about the awards? Well, it gets people together, yeah, and it also... Uh, gets people to sit there for three hours, not have to do anything. I mean, sure, you had, you kind of have to walk across the red carpet and all that, but that's like an event. I mean, I mean, it get it gets in a bit of exercise and that's always pretty good. Um, yeah, but, uh, you know, there's, it, it's a real presentation. There's a lot of speeches. There's a lot of grand speeches like there would be in a, you know, like a, a screenwriter, in a screenwriter's film, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, sort of get to go up there and, uh, you know, if you run over time, they'll even back you up with music. <laughs> uh, yes, but uh, yeah, it, uh, I I get the reason for a time limit, but it's like, well, sometimes people need to say what they want to say. By the way, uh, I really appreciated, uh, like, it was, it was an interesting decision to uh, have... For example, when Marlon Brando did not turn up for his Godfather Award for Best Actor, he act- I forget which one it was, but yeah, he had a Native American uh, um, young um, woman. I'm, I, I, I can't remember the age, but she came up and she very bravely advocated for the rights of Native Americans, and I really appreciated that. And I just don't get it. I just don't get how people could boo her. Like, they're a mixture of cheers and boos. And then, well, I, you know, I cheer her on for having the courage to do that in front of a big crowd. Not everyone can do that. Public speaking is, like, one of the number one fears of people. And she went up and she did it. And, yeah. And, yeah, I I mean, uh, I, 
that's I I think I only have a basic idea of of that of uh, the speech that went down, but yeah, I remember it was something good. But uh, yeah, anyway, um, you can correct me if I'm wrong in the in Twitter comments or whatever. But again, let's let's be kind, let's be nice. Um, I'm not saying that in the phony way. I'm saying that in an absolutely legitimate way, because you know I uh, I don't want to be one of those hosts who pretends to be nice on camera and then turns around and has a shit attack, <laughs> you know that sort of thing. Yeah, to to truly to truly be good, you got to be nice on and off camera, and that's me. But why am I going on that tangent? This is about the awards, isn't it? <laughs> I know there were some actors who rejected the awards, like uh, George C. Scott, who I actually think called it a goddamn meat parade, and that he wouldn't have any part of it. Well, yeah, I can sort of see, because I've been covering all the facets of it, and I don't think award ceremonies are bad, but they're like, well, here's what's kind of popular among the uh, among the higher-ups, in a way. But then it sort of advocates, not quite advocates, but it's almost like a class divide. You have the popular stuff, the stuff that could never get nominated in in a million years unless it's like for visual effects work or whatever, like the Marvel films. I highly enjoy the Marvel Cinematic Universe films. Um, I got to catch up on some of them, actually. Black Widow, Shang-Chi and Eternals, I still got to catch up on those. But yeah, Um, but yeah, those would probably win for like, you know, Suicide Squad from 2016 technically has an Oscar for, uh, I think it was Best Makeup, but yeah, um, it's more the, it's more the meat of the story, and I, by the way, I just want to put in here that I, (laughs) this week I've become vegan and plan to stay so for the rest of my life, so when I say stuff like the meat of the story, I'm just using it metaphorically, I'm like, you know, people eat what you want to eat, but I'm vegan, so yeah. It's damn hard to find good vegan stuff. Hmm. Anyway, what was I saying? Yeah, but uh, it, it's the real it's the real meat, like the writing and the directing and the acting that, you know, the the films... Okay, that sounds elitist, you know? Like, sorry, that sounds elitist. I didn't mean for it to sound elitist, but it's like, well, with the... Uh, I, I, just, I just mean, like, the... You know, because the superhero films also have good writing and stuff, but then it's like, well... Um, you know, I, I, I just, I just mean like, uh, it, they're more known for the writing than they are the spectacle and neither, neither is a bad thing. Like, you know, you can be known for the, you can be known more for your writing. You can be known more for your spectacle. The Academy and the award ceremonies just evidently prefer one. And yeah, but, uh, yeah, I, I think that, uh, yeah, blockbusters can have style and substance and, yeah, it just depends, unless you're Thor the Dark World, in which case I cannot defend it. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, I'm I'm going on a bit long for this one, but that's okay, isn't it? Whoopsie. Sorry, I just still have a disc in the Xbox. I accidentally pressed a button. Just, uh, boop. <laughs> so what else? I, yeah, the awards they give out for actors to sort of make up for their entire career of not being nominated. I get that, but then it's like, well, yeah, um, I, it's, it's almost like they're like, hey, we'll acknowledge our mistake, even though it's personal opinion. If you thought a film was good one year, um, you can't just suddenly turn around and say, oh, um, it was this one after so many years. Um, 
Like, if you preferred it that year, you preferred it that year, and whether you change your mind eventually, that's the film that won the award. Um, I'm not sure what you'll what you'll think, but, uh, yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, yes, yes. Netflix and streaming. Well, don't worry, I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be like, back in my day, there was no streaming. <laughs> no, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a guy who was born in 2002, and <laughs> it, interestingly, though, like, people, people tend to think that I'm older than I am, in a good way, in a good way, because it, it's like, well, I'm into older pop culture, and all that stuff, but it's just, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I feel like I'm one of the, uh, fewer people of my generation who, who likes the older stuff more than the newer stuff. I'm sure there's that sort of that disconnect with some people in each generation. Like, uh, even someone in the 70s could prefer the 50s. I mean, why do you think they could be, uh, you know, uh, just take those old records off the shelf. I'll sit and listen to them by myself. Today's music ain't got the same soul. I like that old time rock and roll. I've never seen Risky Business, <laughs> but I don't know, that song got in my head. And I know the clip of, like, Tom Cruise is dancing in his shirt and his underwear. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So, back to, back to streaming and awards. Um, they should be just as accepted as every other thing. Like, I, I never got the controversy in the first place. Like, I know Spielberg at one point was like, oh, it's a TV movie. And should be at the Golden Globes. I kind of get that, but I disagree with it. You know, it's because it's like, well, Netflix has become such a big player. And so has, uh, so is Prime. So is, uh, you know, Disney Plus. So is, uh, well, I, I've told you before about how I think there are too many streaming services and it's just going to, the industry's going to eat itself. Um, most, for the most part, mostly. <laughs> I know there's one person in there who will get that reference that I just made. Um <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, should be considered right there with the other films. It's like, well, what I was saying about the foreign language films, like, why separate them arbitrarily when it's like, you know, if you nominated them in the first place, why can't they be up there with the big contenders? Well, not the, you know what I mean, the the so-called big contenders. And it's like, well, yeah, um, I, I, I do think that especially streaming, like, it's it's a miracle in a way because it's like well i know people are concerned about the theatrical experience being destroyed as am i as am i but i do feel like that there could be a happy medium sort of balancing streaming theater um that sort of thing um yeah there's even physical and then that's my whole uh, that's my whole struggle with like oh streaming doesn't do special features for the most part and even if you go to a random title on Disney Plus it's like the only extras a trailer and they didn't even bother putting the DVD extras on there or whatever but yeah um I think that uh, it's uh, we I I think that there's actually a rule I heard of once where it was like I think Roger Ebert was saying this that for the documentary Hooper Dreams like there was a particular rule it was like well if you have, if the, tor- if the torches come on that the members of the Academy have and they shine it onto the screen and enough people shine it onto the screen, the movie will be turned off. And Hoop Dreams, a three-hour documentary, was turned off a little bit into it. I never actually saw that documentary, but um, I know this infuriated Roger Ebert. And, you know, I agree. Because, like, if you're not even going to get to watch the whole film that's been nominated, I mean, give it a chance. That is why... 
you are picking films to nominate. That is why you're picking films to eventually win. Yeah. Even if I even if I don't like a movie, I try to set it through. I, I really do. I really do. Like the last the like the last time that I stopped a movie and I I should try to watch it I should try to watch the whole thing just so I can say, well, yeah, I did, but the last time I stopped a movie partway through because I got disinterested in it was The Hangover Part 2. But, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I uh, think that they must be able to watch the entire movie. Like, if I had to... <laughs> I'm, I'm joking when I say this. If I had to sit through Cold War, um, you have to sit through... Uh... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Again, to each their own. I know that there are some things that I don't like that some people do like, and that's perfectly okay. I never liked the show Sex and the City, I'm sorry to say. But that's not a movie. Um, but yeah, they really should just... I know Golden... I, I know there's like... Uh, I can't remember right now, but there was a thing for TV shows that was the awards. I can't remember, honestly. But yeah. Mm. I, I'm I'm sure that uh, I'm sure that there are films I like that you don't that you don't like. Like, I'm sure there's uh, at least one there's one person out there who doesn't like Scott Pilgrim versus the World, and I'm like, well, how can you not like it? It's like, okay, so it does have a few bad stereotypes in it. Quite honestly, mainly to do with the LGBT community, and yeah, um, some of it has not dated well. Um, sorry, not aged well. But then it's like, well. Yeah, most of the movie still holds up, but yeah. Um, anyway, to each their own, to each their own. I'd love to hear defenses of Alien 3. I'd love to hear a defense of Natural Born Killers, Indiana Jones 4, Pretty Woman, uh, Copland. <laughs> I, look, I didn't, I did not hate Copland. I just was kind of apathetic toward it. Um, anyway, but I'm getting off topic again. Um, <laughs> is this in the running for longest episode ever? Well, I don't know. Yes. Wait, it's not Christmas yet. You know Christmas? Yeah, I like the whole idea of Christmas. I mean, if you're looking for something to watch between Halloween and Christmas, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Boys and girls of every age, wouldn't you like to see something strange? Come with us and you will see this our town of Halloween. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. Pumpkin scream in the dead of night. Anyway, um, that's in my head. <laughs> okay, so closing statements on awards. Yes, okay. Back to it. I think that award ceremonies should be taken like opinions. Not as the be-all and end-all. E- even the Criterion Collection, much as I love them, um, they should not be taken as the be-all and end-all. Like, uh, Cold War has a Criterion uh, of it, and I hated that movie. But, yeah, someone may love it. Someone may like it. That's okay. For me, it was the longest 85 minutes of my life. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I shouldn't, I shouldn't be so mean about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, my point is, like what you like, dislike what you dislike, but just don't be mean about it. Um, And yeah, I think that uh, the award ceremonies can be good in moderation, they can be fun, but they do ultimately seem to feed a culture of elitism, and we have to be careful to avoid that. So, 
going with my usual outro. If you want to inspire, create, innovate, electrify. <laughs> we need your voice. Because you can change things for the better. And yes, I'm deliberately doing the delivery style of one Captain Kirk. I am indeed. Now go change things for the better. <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> if you've made it this far because of a 40-minute podcast, um, you can say um, on Twitter or, or Discord, I skipped the commercials. And you know why? Because there would have been about 20 minutes of commercials for a 40-minute program these days. Star Trek actually had 50 minutes and 10 minutes of commercials. Now imagine that, the commercial creep. So yeah, just a little bitty bonus for those who are still around. And also, thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. You've been a wonderful audience.